Matchalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matchalava. And it is Friday. So I am currently relaxing with a couple buddies. We took a small trip down to a lake that's pretty uh, pretty close to where we live. So just hanging out there for a few days, doing some sightseeing around the area, maybe hitting some hikes up. Um, just just a good time to relax. You know, you never get to see people from high school sometimes, especially some of the buddies that you've had growing up. And I've known some of my friends for years. I mean, some people I can I can say that I've gone to kindergarten with and still am very, uh, in very good terms with and, and very good friends with. Some of them are my best friends. And then some of them you meet in middle school and high school and they just, they're just people that you always have. And so... I'm super thankful for that. It's always something that you can never you can never put a price on a friendship or a family member or or anything. I mean, it's just those are the things that really they get me pumped up. That's that's one of the reasons why I can I can be so comfortable reselling and doing as much work as I do because I know that there's kind of a bigger plan that I have in store rather than just being some workaholic and a lot of it relates back to just being able to give back to those that have really helped me out over the years. So that's one of the things that I, I'm super appreciative of. But looking at that and, and talking about how people transform your lives and how a lot of people have had an impact on me, I, I'm thinking a lot right now about how we look at ourselves as resellers or people that are driven. And oftentimes what you find is you're somebody who either wants to make some money or wants to do something great or maybe wants to get out of your job or whatever you're doing. But you're usually somebody who has a desire to get something accomplished or do something in a day, right? And so I find it with a lot of resellers. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, in in any free time I get, I usually watch a YouTube video or two just to get a glimpse into the lives of other people and see how they operate. But it seems like a lot of people have trouble with asking for help as a reseller or as somebody who has their own business or somebody who does something on their own. And, and that's something that's been a huge struggle for me, right? Because I, ever since high school, like I would study and stuff. And I never asked for help and I would ask my friends for help, but very seldom. And then in college, I would try to get help and stuff. But really, when it comes down to it, like with reselling, I try not to ask too many people for help because it's something that I want to be able to do this on my own. And you look at the people around you on Instagram, you look at the people around you on Twitter, you look at people maybe in your own community that resell, you go, well, that person never asked anybody for help. And I want to be able to just say that I did this on my own and and whatever. And, th- and those are all really, sometimes they're valid points, sometimes they're not. A lot of people, though, that are on Instagram and stuff, you have no idea how they got there. So I kind of rolled that out for myself right from the get because I realized that those people once who had 20, 40, 100,000 followers, once had zero followers and didn't know what they were doing either. So that kind of puts me at ease a little bit. But, you know, it's it's something that I think is a struggle for us because we really don't ask too many people for help sometimes. And it's something that could help us out in our business uh, just with growing. I think that a lot of people... So let me give you an example. So Poshmark is a very good app for selling clothing. I think that a lot of people really do well selling clothing there. I've sold some clothing there. I sold a coffee mug there last Tuesday that I did not ship out until Monday morning of the following week because I forgot about it. But it's a good it's a good app to sell some home goods, to sell some clothing. A lot of people have very successful businesses with it. 
And a lot of people complain every day that they have to share their closets. And I think that it's a pain sharing your closet. I hate it. I hate sharing my closet. I share my closet once every month because it's so, it's terrible. And I only have a hundred items. I can't imagine somebody going through and clicking the share button each time for like a 5,000 item closet. Those people, those people are animals. If they can even get that done once a year, I, I think that's incredible. So I give those people a lot of credit. But if those people were to, I mean, there's there's a couple options, right? There is automating it, which is against Poshmark's terms of service, right? So if you automate it, you can get a Chrome extension. You can get a bot that basically shares for you, and it'll solve captchas for you and stuff. So you may not know what a captcha is because if you're not if you're not doing a heavy amount of online sourcing on like a release, you may not pay attention to captchas. They're those little boxes you click the button in, it pops up with nine pictures. It's like, please select a stoplight, and then you click two stoplights. It's like, okay, you're a human, you're good to go. Well, they have bots that can that can solve those for you. So that Instagram or not Instagram, Poshmark, whenever they realize that you're sharing a large quantity of items, they'll either lock you out of sharing for a while, which has happened to me before. Or they'll have you solve a capture, which has also happened to me before. And they have bots and stuff and, and Chrome extensions that'll solve those captures for you. They'll do all sorts of crazy stuff. That is one option. Now, if Poshmark catches you doing that, they may suspend you and they may completely shut down your account, which is a valid reason not to do it if you have a very successful Poshmark account. Now, if they shut down my account, then I don't lose too much. I lose 100 items that I have listed. They'll probably do that in like two or three days because it's pretty quick to list on Poshmark and I have all the pictures still. But for somebody who has a bigger account that's pretty successful and has tons of followers, that's not really an option. So the other thing you could do is you could go and hire a VA. And a VA is just a virtual assistant. There's tons of sites to do it. They're, I'm blanking on what they are right now, but there's a couple really good ones. Um, and I'll have, to, I'll have to make like an Instagram post about it or something. Or you can just DM me and I'll actually, I'll look it up. But um, I'll look it up right now as I'm talking to you. But you can hire a VA, and a VA is just somebody you would give somebody like in the Philippines or somebody in South America to basically do all of your sharing for you. So you can go on a site like Upwork. You can go on, and Upwork's not really the best one, but you can use, um, what are some of these other sites? Fiverr's a really good one. So Fiverr, and then there's one that Reezy always pushes. You may want to look into that one. Uh, I know that he would give you a link because I think he's a, he has an affiliate link for it. But Fiverr is one that people talk about a lot. And basically, you end up setting up a a some sort of you give a the password to somebody and they're in some other country, but they're there to make money, and you're paying them maybe three four bucks an hour. If you're paying somebody twelve dollars a day to not have to share five thousand five thousand items, or I don't know how long it takes you to share all those items, but it, five. The 12 bucks a day if you're making hundreds of dollars in sales a day if you really have that big of a Poshmark account that you're doing that much it may be worth it to try that and a lot of people have problems giving that kind of stuff up they don't want to and there's a lot of legitimate reasons for it you don't want to give somebody your account because you don't want to get hacked that's that's one reason sorry I, I got a call and it somehow came through on my iPad and screwed everything up but basically what I'm saying is you could really eliminate a lot of time that's wasted on just sharing. Sharing's not doing anything for you. It's not doing anything for anybody other than allowing people to see your closet. And I'm not just going at Poshmark people, but that's just an example that I see a lot. And 
that kind of comes down to one not wanting to get your account hacked which is valid but the other thing is trying to alleviate some of the pressures put on ourselves to do everything all at once and I, I see that all the time. I, I've started asking for help in a lot of things. I have uh, my family help me out a lot because I still live at home for the time being. And so they'll help me with things like helping me get things ready for the next day. Or if I have like these stereo receivers I sold today, my dad is going to help me ship those out tomorrow, hopefully. So um, because it, it's a pain. I hate, I hate shipping those things out. They're not fun. Nobody gets amped up to ship out a stereo receiver that you have to perfectly cut this foam around and shove it in the the box and make sure it's not gonna if some FedEx driver kicks it out of the back of the truck that it doesn't fly off and smash into a million pieces like you don't and that's not fun but um trying to get these things done quicker allows us to do the things we want to do and allows us to do what is often the most profitable parts of our business sourcing is one place where the money is made the other place the money is made is listing and a lot of people outsource their listing a lot of people uh, do things like that to make things quicker. Now, maybe you don't have the capital to outsource your listing. I don't personally think that I do, um, just because I don't think that I list that much. A lot of the items I'm selling are in bulk that I'll buy, and they are quick moving, so I'll just list one by one, and I don't. Re- it's not really that cost effective for me. But if you have a ton of items to list, that may be something you could look into. But trying to ask for help, trying to learn, or or basically trying to get help from those around you when you're in a tough time is is really one of the biggest things I think I mean you find it so often with people in the real world which we have like our own reselling world like if you go on Instagram there's just this whole world of resellers and it's like that for any sort of community like the gaming community the sports card community reselling like any of these communities that are out there their fantasy football community those people are nuts like they are just they are always on fantasy and they they know their stuff like they're crazy I I I followed that for a while there's a community for everything and I, I think that for us, there is a huge opportunity to ask those around us basically for help. I mean, there's just, there's too much for us to do sometimes and, and we want to do everything ourselves. And I think that that's very, I think that's admirable for a lot of people, but to ask your individual people around you, whether that's a spouse, whether that's kids, whether that's your family, whatever it is for help in a time where you're in a pinch and you know that it's going to be a massive help for you. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that, I mean, unless you have some weird circumstance, but if no, if they're not doing anything, they're just watching TV and you need a little bit of help. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that it puts a little bit of pressure on us because you feel bad putting somebody else doing work for you. But at the same time, if you're trying to grow and you're trying to get more done, it may not every once in a while asking for help doesn't mean that you kind of are terrible at what you do or you're kind of letting things get in the way of family time. It's just a way for you to achieve a goal or achieve something that you're doing in a quicker amount of time in that situation. There's plenty of times where I have enough time to ship stuff. I don't ask for anything. There's plenty of times where I'm super pinched for time. And I'm like, hey, can I just get like 10 minutes from somebody? It's going to save me probably 30 or 40 minutes of work just because shipping stuff that's bigger can sometimes be a problem for me. It's hard to get everything. You know, you're trying to either, if it's a a box that you don't want to get damaged, or sometimes I wrap paper around boxes and it's just hard to wrap it around a huge box or maybe I have a ton of things to do and I just need somebody to just... Give me 10 minutes of their time that would really help me get things done quicker. So 
some of that stuff that we don't feel comfortable doing, you don't want to put your burdens on other people. You don't want to, you want to get everything done yourself. I mean, that's, that's really what I like to do. And it's, it's sometimes not the most efficient way to do things, especially if you are in a position where you can ask somebody for help. So that, that's something that I think is, is, is ultimately what will help you scale in the long term, being able to hire things out. And I'm, now I'm not talking about our families, but I'm saying being able to delegate tasks and have people help you within your family is something that will get you a little more comfortable with scaling things out in the future. So if you want to have somebody do your listings for you and then have somebody do your sharing for you and you're, you're just sourcing, you're sourcing so much that maybe you source an extra 20 items if you go to the bins. Maybe you source an extra couple pairs of shoes at the outlets if you go to the outlets. Maybe you just grind for an extra hour and it saves you multiple hours in listing and in sharing or or whatever because you're paying somebody else to do that and you've paid it off with a couple purchases that you've made, which is the fun part of this anyways. It sets you up down the line to be able to do that. And I think I think that we have a lot of people have problems doing that that are trying to run a business or trying to do because one, it cuts in your costs or I guess it it creates more costs theoretically because you're like, well, I'm paying somebody to do this and I can do it for free. But the amount that you're losing out on in either happiness or profit by sourcing for more items or by just relaxing the family around you in some more downtime later on that that is kind of what's more important. So I think I think being able to ask for help around you and then later on down the line being able to hire out stuff is really one of the biggest things that I I am looking for with my kind of a business if if I should go uh, very inventory heavy at some point. And I think a lot of us do go inventory heavy at points and it's important to realize that sometimes you can't do everything yourself. So that's just something I've been thinking about. It's it's not something, I mean, I'm not saying run out and go hire out a bunch of stuff if you can. And, and I definitely don't think that it's cost efficient for me, even though I could afford to do it just because it's not, it just doesn't make that much sense. Maybe I'm not listing that much. So um, it it's definitely per your own business, but I'm just saying if you're in a pinch, don't feel like you are, you have to do everything on your own just to prove a point. It's really not worth it. So that's just what I'm thinking about. Hopefully that helps you out. Hopefully maybe if you get into the weekend, you hit Sunday night and you realize you sold eight things Sunday and you're just overwhelmed. Uh, Maybe that helps you out and have you ask somebody, hey, can you help me ship this real quick so I can get this over with and and just relax a little bit before uh, Monday comes around. So that's really what I'm thinking about, but hopefully that helps you out. Uh, You guys have a good weekend. I'm going to get back to hanging out with some friends, but you have a good one and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.